Welcome to the Wellness Marketer Podcast, a show dedicated to helping wellness professionals grow their business with easy and effective digital marketing strategies. I'm your host, Katie Costa, and I'm a nutritional scientist, entrepreneur, and digital marketing professional. And bringing business and science together is kind of my jam. Tune in for interviews with the industry's best, inspirational stories, and everything marketing. Thanks for joining me today. And this is the Wellness Marketer Podcast. It's Katie here, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Wellness Marketer Podcast. So today, I'm going to be talking about how to build an effective Instagram strategy for 2020. I mean, if you own a business, wellness or not, in 2020, it is pretty likely that you are going to be on social media to market your business. And while today's episode is going to be geared towards my wellness professionals, whether you are a healthcare practitioner or running some sort of wellness business, this will still be relevant to you if you are still in that small business space and using social media for any of your entrepreneurial endeavors. So I'm just going to jump right into it because this is going to be a big episode and we are on a bit of a time crunch. So the first strategy is get really clear on what kind of content you're posting. I filmed an Instagram TV video about this, all about how to build out your content strategy in 10 minutes or less. So if you want to dive into this topic in particular a little bit more, you can check that out on IGTV. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. But essentially, the purpose of this is really because there is so much noise online and it's only going to increase in 2020 as more people, you know, start businesses and take to the gram to do their marketing. So really understanding what kind of content you bring to the table is going to not only streamline what you're doing and take a lot of stress out of planning what you're doing on social media, but also make sure that you are spreading the right message to actually sell your services. So in order to do this, where you want to start is think of two, I would say one to two, two max major themes for what you're going to be doing online. Whether that is, you know, for myself, that's I have two major topics, the primary one being digital marketing and the secondary one being health and wellness because, you know, I play in both spaces and it's important for my audience that I talk about both things to really build that connection with them. So for yourself, if you're a practitioner, let's say that specializes in digestive health, you're going to want digestive health and well-being to definitely be one of your main themes. And then from your theme, you can break that out into individual content buckets. So when I'm working with clients, I always suggest these three content buckets are part of your plan no matter what. The first one being sales and promotion. Some people might think this goes without saying, but actually allocating a bucket for sales and promotion is going to ensure that you are making an offer to your audience on the regular. One of the things that I think people miss a lot when it comes to social media marketing is that they are treating it like a personal account because, you know, if you're a solopreneur, the line really is blurred, especially if you only have one account. But the point is, if you're not making an offer to your audience, they are not going to know to work with you. Where it's not being sleazy to promote your offer. And why I like to make this into you know a content bucket is that it gives people the peace of mind if you are one of those 
people who are concerned about, you know, selling on social media and really putting your audience off, this is a great way to make sure that you're balancing out all of your content and not overwhelming them or, you know, just being too much. We all we all follow those people, you know, they're just a little bit too much. So leave that into one content category. Now I like to pick four to five content categories. Jenna Kutcher, you know, she's got the JK5 and I really love using that concept just to round it out. But anyways, so the first one would be sales and promotion. The second one being personal. You got to build that personal connection with your audience if you want them to trust you enough to work with you or buy from you or whatever that may be. The third category is going to be whatever you want to become a subject matter in. Again, going back to this like digestive health concept, if you want to be an expert in digestive health, you're going to want to dedicate a whole content category to that. Jenna Kutcher does this really well. If you're familiar with her and her teachings, she teaches something called the JK5, which is essentially splitting up your Instagram content into five major buckets. So we've gone through three already. The first one being sales and promotion, and then subject matter expert, and the last one is being personal. So that will be something like unrelated to your expertise. Or I mean, it could be sort of related, like if you're telling a personal story like about your like struggles with digestive health, and then that kind of then ties back into your area of expertise, that's totally fine. And, you know, this also isn't too serious. Like, you don't have to stick to these, you know, 100% of the time. It's really just meant to make your life easier when you're planning your content. And that way, when you plan your content strategy in advance like this, and you really understand what you're trying to talk about to, like, help you reach your business goals, you are just going to have so much less stress around planning and executing your social media. So I would highly, highly suggest building out these five categories. And the last two categories can be up to you. I also suggest using a topic around some sort of common interest. So I find that's been really, really effective for helping to like build connection with people online and really driving that engagement is using a common interest category. And for myself, this is travel. So I don't have like, you know, any business reason to be posting about travel, but I know a lot of my target audience and my, you know, current audience really likes travel as well. So by me talking about travel on my Instagram and, you know, asking people for like recommendations and all of that jazz, I am now effectively just building that relationship outside of my business to increase that no like and trust factor that I mentioned in the last episode, which is really going to help drive conversion. So this all kind of, you know, plays together on all the other strategies that I'm going to tell you, but it really just comes back to understanding what you should be posting about online and having that down to a science. And you will see that that will really help you be effective on Instagram in 2020 because people are going to know you for X, Y, and Z. Like whatever you continue to post about, you are going to start to build a brand around and having that consistency is really important. And that leads really nicely into my second tip that to be effective in 2020 on Instagram, you have to commit to showing up consistently. The Instagram algorithm is always changing, so I don't want to put anything in here that will date this episode. However, it's pretty clear that when you use the app consistently, and this has been the same through the past algorithmic changes, like you're going to see, you know, just a preferential outcome. If you think about it, why wouldn't Instagram want you to use their app more? 
Exactly. They want people to use their app more. So if you are using it consistently, not only is, you know, Instagram going to think that your account is super active, but there are tons of statistics that show that like the more that you post in general, the more engagement you're going to get. Because as you know, organic reach is down on Facebook and Instagram because they're trying to get people to use paid ads more because they are trying to get people to pay for ads so that they can reach their target audience by spending money when you've already spent all of this time and probably money to build that audience in the first place. So this is kind of a little engagement tip, but regardless, showing up consistently is still just going to reinforce your brand. It'll help you show up better on Instagram in terms of performing well in the algorithm and you're giving people more opportunity to see you and engage with you and know, like, and trust you. So show up consistently. I would say minimum post at least twice a week, but if you can, three, four, five times a week would be great. And I'm talking about posts on the feed and to really maximize I would be showing up on your stories every single day. Even if it's something small, you don't have to, you know, film a full out live video or, you know, 10 hours of you talking about your day. But if you just show up every day and give people that opportunity to see you, and you know, you're also going to be meeting or you're also going to be reaching different people in your audience. I don't know about you, but I definitely don't go on the app every day and definitely not at the same time every day. So if you post once on Monday and you're like, okay, well, that's good because, you know, I showed up on my stories. So good job me, you know, still good job you. But at the end of the day, maybe half of your audience wasn't online on Monday because they had a really shitty day. Now what? Now you have to post again on Wednesday or Thursday or Friday to reach those people that you didn't reach on Monday. So it really just gives you more opportunity to show up in front of your audience when organic reaches down. You don't have to pay for ads. You just have to show up consistently and show up a little bit more. My next tip for being effective on Instagram in 2020 is to engage and be engaged in return is what I'm calling this. But essentially, I've seen a bit of a pattern, I guess is what I'm trying to say, in the online world, and specifically with people who are frustrated with their engagement. So if this is you, and you know, your reach is down, and your comments are low, and no one's really hitting you up in the DMs, one of the first questions I want to ask you is how much engagement are you doing? So really playing off this last point too, it's not necessarily enough just to show up, but you also have to participate. And so many people want to, you know, just show up on the app and get tons of likes and comments and have all these people raving over their content, but they don't want to spend five minutes watching someone else's IGTV video or doing the same for them. And I found personally that when I spend time on the app and I'm leaving like thoughtful comments on other people's posts and replying to their stories and really starting authentic conversations with them, that that's when my engagement really started to increase. So if you're seeing that engagement is down, I really, really encourage you to just spend let's say 15 minutes, two or three times a week, dedicated to engaging with other people's content. Because that, my friends, it's kind of multifaceted. So let me break it down. Firstly, when you are spending more time on the app and engaging with people, again, you are being just more active on your Instagram account. And that's like thumbs up to you. 
But then also, if you are engaging well and then, you know, the other person is responding to you, whether it's in DMs or it's in comments on their posts, that is going to reinforce the relationship that you have with that person on Instagram. And one of the major things that dictates what people see on Instagram is the relationship that you have with certain accounts. So if you've noticed, you will likely have, you know, maybe five key accounts that will always show up first on your stories. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the way it is for me. And that's the way that it is for a lot of my clients where Instagram wants to show you the content that they think is the most valuable. And this... This is where you can be really strategic and because while you can spend your time engaging with people that are, you know, your existing friends or your mom or whoever that may be, that's just going to reinforce your relationship with them. When you start going out on a limb and chatting with people that are maybe, you know, new to your page or are your ideal client that you like poached out and found on the app, then you are going to start building the relationship with them and therefore your content is going to reach them a lot quicker and a lot you know, in just like a higher volume as time goes on. So this can be a great way to, you know, build a relationship with a few key people that you think could be good fits for your program or for your practice by just by like exploring hashtags or people that are already following you. And what I like to do is I'll save one of their posts to a collection. Okay, so I don't want to I don't want to throw too many things out here, but essentially what you can do, let's say you found Jane. And Jane, it would be a great fit for your practice. You can go leave a super thoughtful comment on Jane's account on one of her photos, telling her how bomb she looks or asking her what lipstick she's wearing. It doesn't really matter, but you just want Jane to notice you and respond to you. And then I'll save that post, you know, hit that save button and then you can either just save it to your regular if you don't save a lot of stuff, but I save a lot of stuff so then I sort them into folders or collections and I'll just say potential leads. And then that way I can go back into that saved folder and visit Jane again and again and continue to, you know, reply to her stories or comment on her posts. And then Instagram is going to think that we have something going on. They're going to think that Jane and I are friends. And then you know what's going to happen? you are going to start showing up on Jane's feed higher in a lot more volume and you're going to start showing up sooner on her stories. So maybe she never reached you before because you guys never spoke. Instagram thought that you weren't important. But this had nothing to do with Jane because you had the power to create that relationship with any one of your followers. So some of the ways that you can engage with people, you know, besides leaving thoughtful comments that you know, promote a response. So kind of like asking them a question as opposed to like just dropping a couple of emojis. You can also reply to people's stories. I love this one because, you know, it lands in your direct messages and people are much more likely to respond to a message than just a comment. So that's a really good way to like get the conversation going and then just building on that. Next time you see their story, send them another DM. And what this is really working towards is cultivating real connections on the app. I've been able to generate a ton of work from Instagram without having a huge following just because I took the time to like get to know and build a relationship with a few key people that have really needed my services and I could see they needed my services but you just get their attention online and you start you not only put your name out there but you can position yourself as an expert again like based on the kind of content that you're showing so really what's happening 
for social media right now and like as we move into 2020 it's really all about cultivating connections organic reaches down that's okay it's not like you know the world isn't going to catch on fire but you just need to take a different approach to it and this is what i have seen be successful for myself and for a lot of my clients and actually getting people like into their practice is just taking the time to get to know people like we're just humans and the more that you know them and the more that you talk to them the better that you can craft like your content and your marketing messages and all in all it's going to support what you're trying to do which is grow your business And I really want to stress here because people are going to say, oh, well, you know, I only have 500 followers. And you know what? Like if you only had 500 followers and you were treating them like 500 leads, what would 500 leads do for your business? I'm going to just say that one more time. What would 500 leads do for your business? See, we are so caught up in like growing our accounts. Like we live in, you know, in this influencer age where we're under the impression that you need to have 10k followers to be somebody and that's really great if you can swipe up and you know attach a link i wish i had that too but the matter of fact is that you not having 10,000 followers is not the reason that your social media marketing is not is unsuccessful it's just not the reason because this is not a numbers game that is just a vanity metric because if you cannot influence 10 people you can't influence 10,000 people that's just the way that it works it's not about having a ton of followers you really need to focus on building connections with a core group of people and leveraging that to actually feed your business as opposed to just chasing your next 500 or 1,000 or your next 10,000 followers that was a little bit of a tangent but now we're gonna move on (laughs) So in order to be effective on Instagram in 2020, we have one, understand your content strategy. Two, commit to showing up consistently. Three, engage and be engaged in return. And number four is commit to growth strategies. Now this one is a little bit, you know, less straightforward, I would say. But basically, by getting really clear on how you plan to grow your account... You can then plan for it effectively, and then you're way more likely to hit your goals. And now everyone is going to be different because we have different approaches and we have different businesses in general. Look at what has been effective for you in the past. This is one of the most effective ways to craft a marketing strategy for yourself. Don't fix it if it ain't broke. Just look at what you've been doing that's been working for you. So think back to like, you know, was there a certain promotion that you did that really grew your following? Did you do a partnership or a promotion with somebody else, some sort of collaboration? Was a paid advertising campaign really effective for you or being featured on somebody else's podcast? Like there are so many different ways that you can grow online. So while I know this is a little bit counterintuitive to what I just said, it's not about having tons and tons of followers, but the reality is the more people that you reach, the more people that you can impact. So while I don't think you need to be growing in huge 
amounts of volume, you know, to be successful on Instagram and like to successfully grow your business. What you do have to do is get in front of new people and slow and steady wins the race here. Even if you're just growing by like one follower a day, again, treating it like a lead, that's one new lead for your business. And when you start targeting really specific types of people that are relevant to your niche, that's going to make these leads so much more qualified and you're not going to be stressed about not having 10,000 followers because you know that the people that are there are like all of your ideal clients or all of your ideal patients and whatever that may look like. So some of my favorite things to do is one, like contests and giveaways. Contests and giveaways are good. I don't want to bash them, but they have definitely been a little bit overdone in 2019, but it doesn't mean that it's not an effective way to still grow your following in 2020. But what I think is way more powerful is doing collaborative giveaways. So really engaging someone else's following and someone else's audience you could do double duty there. So just by hosting the giveaway, like even if it's not huge, the scale of your prize is usually proportionate. Yes, that's that's correct to the scale of your success. And yeah, partnering with someone who like has your ideal following, whether it's like a brand or just like another solopreneur or practitioner, you want to just make sure that they are not your competition, but that they're like complementary. So let's say if I was like a nutritionist, maybe I'm going to partner with a gym or you know a local healthy kind of cafe whatever that may be or a chiropractor something cool where you can like bundle your services and you know raffle it off as a prize and then you have to post on both accounts in order um to enter to win like someone who's really gonna have like your ideal audience that's gonna be great but other ways that you can grow online in 2020 include like posting engaging and shareable content like you know when you just like read something you're like damn that is so true and you just want to send it to your girlfriend like post more of that I know that's easier said than done but when but next time you come across something that you want to send to someone else just take a minute and really understand why and what was like the emotion that that post made you feel is it funny is it educational is it inspirational see what motivates yourself But also, you got to think about what's going to motivate your ideal client. And then you can use both of those things to really craft content that's going to, you know, people are going to share it for you. And that's like doing all the legwork. It's like word of mouth referrals. It's like some of the best shit ever. But yes, shareable content, another way to grow. Really just helping people. People want to be helped. They want their problems solved. What kind of problem are you solving when you sell your service? And how can you solve that problem on a smaller scale when it comes to your social posts? I hope you have a pen and paper nearby because like this is some golden nugget stuff. You gotta like save this episode for later, write this stuff down because if you implement this in 2020, I swear to God, you will start to see your numbers grow and not even just your followers numbers, but the leads that are coming from Instagram and the actual business that you're generating. Other growth strategies that I love include finding targeted people and loving up on them. What do I mean by that? This kind of goes back to my engagement comment. And, you know, if you're wondering, you're like, okay, well, Katie, where the heck are these targeted people that like want to love me and like buy my services and stuff online? Where are they hiding? And can you tell me where they are? I cannot tell you where they are, but I can tell you where to find the people that you are looking for. And that usually comes from one, key competitors, or two, targeted hashtags. So, I want to ask you, is there someone else 
doing what you're doing that is absolutely crushing it online? The answer is probably yes, unless you're doing something super weird and you're the first one to do it. In that case, kudos. But also, you could definitely find someone who has a very similar target audience to you. It's 2019. Basically, everything's been done. Okay? So you want to go to like your competitor's account. Start by going to their most recent post and take a look at who has left a comment on that post because that person is super engaged with that person's content if they have left a comment. Then if go check out that person. Let's call her Kathy. We're going to call this person Kathy. You go to Kathy's account and you see, oh dang, Kathy is like in her 30s. She's got two boys and a dog, and she looks like she is going to be like my perfect ideal client. Toss Kathy a follow and love up on her. I would even go as far as to save her most recent post into that same collection that I was talking about earlier, and then you can go back and continue to engage with Kathy. And this, do not get me wrong, this is not follow and unfollow spree. This is finding people that would be ideal fit for your program and catching their attention by following them and continuing to engage with them and if you have targeted them correctly they are going to love your content so eventually if you keep like sliding in their dms and stuff they should end up following you and then therefore seeing your message so do you see how this kind of all feeds together but if you could find let's say three to five targeted people even just once a week and that would honestly take you like five or ten minutes like i'm talking about if you're going to someone like boss babe who has like 45 comments in like 10 seconds on a post you could find a lot of people really really quickly and the flip side is the flip side to this is that you could also do this via hashtags so like hashtag healing ibs if we're going back to my like digestive health example but you can go into that hashtag and see who's posting because those again it comes down to like solving the problem that people are looking to have solved that's why people buy products that's why people pay for services so what problem are you solving what hashtags would that person be using? And that's how you go and find them. And by continuing to engage with them, again, you're just going to reinforce that relationship. They're going to see your content more. And then that content, which is, you know, highly curated by this amazing content strategy that you just put together, is really going to help funnel them into your business. Wow, I really love how that just like came full circle. So we have understand your content strategy, Commit to showing up consistently, engage and be engaged in return, and commit to growth strategies. And my last tip is a little bit of a triple whammy because I have three tips for getting your next client or patient on Instagram wrapped up in a sweet free little download, which is honestly pretty bomb. It's basically like a 10-page workbook that's going to help you get your next client on Instagram. And I go through three more strategies um, that are really, really effective at actually converting people off the app. And because I'm not going to make you wait until you download it, those three strategies are one, how to define your niche. So if you have heard people talk about this, but you have no idea how to define that, you can go and download this. And I have like this whole six-step process for how to define your niche so simply, like no more banging your head against the keyboard, I promise. Number two is case studies. Case studies are amazing for wellness-based businesses because most people are looking for some sort of transformation. So if you can really harness how to create case studies that are going to like 
help you convert clients and be like, oh my God, I cannot wait to work with this chick. You need to be leveraging the power of case studies and utilizing them on social media. And then the last strategy there is how to set up your first lead magnet so that you can truly take people off the app and like turn them into a lead for your business with a freebie just like this one so yeah these are three tips that will really scale with you as your business grows too so whether you're just starting out or you know you're already hitting 10k months and you have a fully booked practice then these will really apply because this can be so easily tailored to like where you are today but these three things will be so much more effective than you know tossing a ton of money into ads or just simply posting away into the abyss uh, into the abyss on instagram and you can download this i will put a link in the show notes but like i said those are the three strategies if you don't want to download it and you feel super confident do you boo but there is a 10 page workbook that breaks this down really really easily into step-by-step tips on how to actually execute and get that into the world so thank you so much for tuning in today i really hope you enjoyed this episode and if you love to see more instagram related content you know what to do you can hit me up on instagram at the wellness marketer or you know leave a comment or a review i've heard that leaving reviews really helps with podcast ranking so if you want to do that that would be absolutely amazing i hope you guys have a great rest of your day and i'll talk to you soon thank you so much for pushing play today your support truly means the world to me if you like today's episode subscribe send it to a friend or share it on social media while you're there you can find me at the wellness marketer on instagram facebook and pinterest although Instagram is my vice of choice. I'm your host, Katie Costa, and thanks again for supporting the TWM podcast. Until next time.